Central America, complex crises and migration in El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Crisis Impact Overview A series of complex crises, including gang violence, poverty, natural disasters, socioeconomic crises, and food insecurity, have generated migration from countries in Central America, including El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. In 2021, more than 307,000 people on the move, mainly from these four countries, were apprehended in Mexico and redirected to the authorities. Some of the people migrating to Mexico from Central America do so in caravans. The term caravans usually denotes the mobilization of large groups of people on foot through Mexican territory to other Mexican states or the U.S. During the journey, people in caravans face various risks, including kidnappings, assaults, rape, and murder, especially because of the high presence of armed gangs. Gang violence highly affects El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, and is a driver of mass migration. In Nicaragua, political violence against opponents motivates migration. The lack of data makes it difficult to monitor trends in oppression and political violence. About this report. AIM. This report presents the key drivers of migration and highlights the risks faced while in transit in four countries of Central America, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Although there are commonalities in the four countries, such as vulnerability to natural hazards and the level of armed violence, the report highlights and provides some outlook into each country's specific situation in terms of humanitarian constraints and needs. Methodology. This report uses secondary data review to explain the drivers of migration in four Central American countries, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Limitations. Although these countries have similar situations motivating migration, the available data comes from different sources and data collection methods, preventing comparison between countries. Information gaps limit the ability to assess and compare the severity of the crises. Key messages. In El Salvador, migratory movements towards Mexico and the U.S. have been increasing. In 2022, the extension of gang-controlled territories, and the increase in clashes between these gangs, resulted in the government putting into force a state of emergency, which began in mid-March and lasted for more than six months. It also led to human rights restrictions, and the mass arrest of more than 53,000 people, presumed to be involved in criminal gangs. Humanitarian needs have increased for people living in the neighborhoods most affected by violence. COVID-19 has also resulted in increased poverty and a lack of access to livelihoods. In 2021, the government of El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as its official currency, and the downward trend of Bitcoin has affected funding of programs for people in need, and made access to essential goods and services even more difficult. The impact of natural hazards has further affected access to food, safe drinking water and sanitation, and education. Guatemala has experienced increased insecurity since the beginning of 2022. Armed gangs have consolidated their presence in Guatemala City, Mixco, and Villanueva, and the government is militarizing the borders to stop the entry of gangs from neighboring countries. The poverty rate in Guatemala is also increasing, with over 61% of the population in multidimensional poverty, an increase from 48% in 2019 and 52% in 2020. Approximately 56% of the Guatemalan population is facing food insecurity. Malnutrition, a lack of access to services, ethnic discrimination, and frequent hurricanes and tropical storms that damage crops and infrastructure, are other factors that push Guatemalans to migrate. In Honduras, violence, poverty, insecurity, and the scarcity of livelihoods are driving a crisis that has led to increased migratory movements to Mexico as a transit and host country. As at August 2022, 
Around 52,000 Hondurans in an irregular migratory situation were apprehended at the Mexican border and redirected to the authorities. Violence, the expansion of drug trafficking groups, extortion, and threats, have resulted in a high number of IDPs in Honduras. Cases of violence are highest in the cities of Tegucigalpa and San Pedro Sula. Some humanitarian organizations estimate that at least 247,000 people were displaced between 2008 and 2021, although this number varies between sources and is not government-approved or up-to-date. In Nicaragua, tensions between the government and the opposition have increased since 2018, resulting in different episodes of large-scale civil unrest and arbitrary detentions. Both sides to the conflict use political and criminal violence, motivating the migration of Nicaraguans to Costa Rica and towards the U.S. By 2022, approximately 10% of the total population, 680,000 people, had emigrated to Costa Rica in the south and to the U.S. in the north. Since 2010, other nationalities have also used the country as a transit zone towards the U.S. Nicaragua experienced an economic recession in 2018-2019, followed by the COVID-19 crisis. The current socio-political crisis is limiting any economic recovery. Migration Corridor Central America is a region of origin, transit, and destination for migrants, asylum seekers, and refugees. During their passage through Central American countries, people on the move face various obstacles. Smuggling networks transport people under risky conditions in overcrowded trucks, which are often involved in accidents. Armed groups and even security forces attack buses transporting people to the border areas of Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, to extort or rob people or maintain control of migration routes. For example, in Guatemala, some security forces stripped Venezuelan families of their belongings before they were allowed to continue their route towards Mexico. For migrants, refugees, and asylum seekers from around the world, the four countries are both points of origin and transit. Approximately one quarter of the encounters recorded at the southern border of the U.S. are with people of these four nationalities. Similarly, migrants and asylum seekers from countries such as Cuba, Haiti, Venezuela, or those outside of the Americas, often transit through one or all of these four countries before arriving in Mexico and then attempting to reach the U.S. Migration among the Central American population affects children's access to education. A family member's migration discourages children and adolescents from continuing in the education system. Families with at least one member who has migrated are less likely to recognize education as a means to improve the quality of life, both in the country of origin and in the possible destination country. During the COVID-19 pandemic, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras kept schools closed for up to 18 months. These closures resulted in loss of school content, increased sexual violence and general violence at home, and increased school dropouts. The number of people passing through El Salvador is low. The country has only registered 245 Venezuelan refugees and there is little information about other nationalities. Most people prefer to pass through Honduras, possibly because of El Salvador's strict visa requirements and continuing violence. In Guatemala, more than 15,000 people who entered without immigration requirements were expelled between January and November 2022. 77% of this number were Venezuelan. Between September and 10 November, the country expelled over 9,400 people. Over 154,000 people irregularly entered Honduras between January and November 2022. 40% of this number came from Cuba, 33% from Venezuela, 10% from Ecuador, and 5% from Haiti. In Nicaragua, the total number of migrants and asylum seekers passing through is unknown but one source says that at least 28,000 Venezuelans crossed Nicaragua to reach Costa Rica between January and July 2022.
Humanitarian Overview in El Salvador. Anticipated Scope and Scale. The El Salvadorian government put in place a state of emergency with an indefinite extension in March 2022. This extension has led to an increase in the needs of people living in gang-affected neighborhoods, and to a humanitarian crisis in prisons, because of the high number of detainees for alleged criminal gang activities. The gangs, though currently poorly organized, could potentially strike back to regain control. Mobility restrictions and militarization will further limit humanitarian aid access. As of 3 December, more than 10,000 soldiers were stationed in Soyapongo municipality, near the capital of San Salvador, with orders to detain any suspected gang members. The policy poses risks of stigmatization and a lack of protection guarantees. The deployment of these soldiers is also likely to increase the number of people on the move to Mexico and the U.S. Humanitarian constraints. Government measures taken during the state of emergency have limited the mobility of people within areas categorized as gang hotspots. The government has fenced off and militarized gang-affected cities, such as San Salvador and Soyapongo. As a result, people in need are unable to move out of besieged areas, and organizations are likely to face access restrictions in these areas. Humanitarian needs. Protection. The population frequently faces protection risks as a result of gang violence. People living in gang-controlled neighborhoods face extortion, assaults, kidnappings, confinement, and crossfire. The current crackdown on potential gang members compounds these effects, as the government has categorized and stigmatized people with characteristics that are considered exclusively gang-related, such as tattoos, and denied assistance and protection to these individuals and groups. Gang violence and a crackdown carried out under the state of emergency have also increased the number of IDPs in El Salvador. Food and Nutrition 8.5% of the population is considered undernourished, while 47% are moderately or severely food insecure, especially in rural areas where the rates of multidimensional poverty are highest. March, April, and May were the months with the highest number of food insecure people in 2022. Projections suggested that at least 907,000 people would face food insecurity between June and August, 846,000 would face crisis, IPC Phase 3, food insecurity levels while 61,000 would experience emergency, IPC Phase 4, food insecurity. Strong climatic variations, such as droughts and floods, often affect the stability of harvests. Inflation, violence, and the economic effects of COVID-19 in 2022 have also increased food costs and reduced purchasing power. Wash. At least 80% of the country is in a situation of water stress, and more than 60% of available water is contaminated. The indiscriminate use of water sources for oil and extractive mining activities have led to a shortage of drinking water. In rural areas, access to water and sanitation is more restricted, and at least 33% of households lack any or continuous access to drinking water at home. Education. Poverty, gang violence, and migration are the main drivers of student dropouts. Low family incomes force young people into work at an early age, aggravating the dropout situation before high school completion. Low government investment in the education system, by 2022, only approximately 5.5% of the gross domestic product, does not allow for improvements. Public schools lack adequate facilities, including wash services and internet access. Humanitarian Overview in Guatemala Anticipated Scope and Scale In Guatemala, around 3.8 million people, more than 20% of the population, are in need of urgent humanitarian aid, over 61% live in poverty, and violence continues to increase, with an average of eight homicides per day. Poverty and violence are likely to persist and keep driving migration. Guatemala is vulnerable to multiple natural disasters, such as floods, landslides, 
hurricanes, and earthquakes. At least 40% of the population is exposed to the risk of five or more natural hazards. The country is most vulnerable to landslides and floods during the rainy season, which can last from May to October, and to severe droughts from November to March. Further natural disasters are likely to occur in the coming years. Humanitarian constraints. Natural hazards, such as hurricanes and tropical storms, are the main obstacles for humanitarian responders. These events cause landslides and damage bridges and roads, making communities inaccessible, and limiting the humanitarian response. Humanitarian needs. Protection. Between January and June 2022, the number of homicides in the country increased by 1,500, 11%, from the same period in 2021. A variety of criminal groups involve active and retired members of the security forces, as well as experienced smugglers and human and drug traffickers. Corruption and a weak justice system have led to impunity in 90% of murder cases. Two Mexican cartels, Sinaloa and Jalisco, have expanded to Guatemala. This expansion has increased violence in the Guatemala-Mexico border areas, with regular clashes between drug traffickers over the control of routes and strategically located community land. Fighting between communities has increased political violence in San Marcos Department, such as conflict between the Ixjigan and Tajimulco municipalities over municipal border demarcation. The Maris Salvatrucha and Barrio 18 gangs, which originated in Los Angeles, U.S., in the 1980s, are also present in Guatemala. Food and Nutrition Between 2019 and 2021, 56% of the population faced moderate and severe food insecurity. From October 2022 to February 2023, an estimated 3.2 million people are at risk of food insecurity, including 1.2 million children and adolescents. Until December 2022, the departments of Alta Verapaz, Chiquimila, Isabal, and Zacopa, and some areas of Huehuetenango, are experiencing crisis, IPC Phase 3, levels of food insecurity. The rest of the country are facing stressed, IPC Phase 2, food insecurity levels, meaning households have minimally adequate food consumption but are unable to afford some essential non-food expenditures. Wash. 87% of the population has water access, but 77% of the water is not safe to drink, and most people must treat the water for drinking. Over 60% of urban households and 48% of rural households have aqueduct access. 37% of Guatemalan households do not have sewage drains, making them vulnerable to waterborne diseases from contaminated water. In Weiwetenango Department, most people must fetch water from wells and rivers, as only 4% have water pipeline access inside their houses. Education. The latest available data is from 2019, when only 19% of the population had some level of schooling. 74% of the country's schools are primary and kindergarten, indicating a lack of access to higher education. The national coverage of secondary education or high school is 49% but only 15% in rural areas. Many children and teenagers drop out of school and migrate. In 2021, over 2,000 minors were deported from Mexico and the U.S. back to Guatemala, where they face difficulties reintegrating into the education system. Humanitarian Overview in Honduras Anticipated Scope and Scale Back-to-back -back violence and natural hazards significantly affect a growing number of people, limiting the national response capacity. Flood-induced crop failures will likely increase the number of people facing food insecurity and decrease livelihoods, especially for people living in Yoro and Gracias Adios departments, respectively located in the centre-north and northeast of the country. Poor government responsiveness, violence, and the impacts of natural disasters, will continue to fuel Honduran migration to Mexico and the US. A persistent lack of employment, 
a reduction of food reserves, rising food prices, and international supply chain crises resulting from the war in Ukraine, are expected to increase food insecurity in Honduras. Humanitarian constraints. The presence of gangs in urban areas, especially in the peripheries, restricts mobility and impedes humanitarian aid access. Increased violence and confinement by armed gangs and drug traffickers limit mobility for rural indigenous and Afro-Honduran communities. Restrictions imposed on people transiting through Honduras, and the payment of high fines for irregular entry, make it difficult for people in need to move to areas with better organizational presence and humanitarian aid access. In November 2020, hurricanes Ita and Iota further reduced the government's capacity to address humanitarian needs. Humanitarian needs. Protection. The high homicide rate in Honduras makes it the world's fourth most dangerous country. The annual homicide rate in 2021 was 42 per 100,000 inhabitants. From January to June 2022, the homicide rate decreased to 40 per 100,000 inhabitants, but the violence remained despite this small decline. The main victims of homicide are young people between the ages of 18 and 30. As in El Salvador, the Honduran government has declared a state of exception, which suspends six constitutional rights, including freedom of movement and the rights of association and assembly. Food and nutrition. As of February 2022, over 2.2 million people, 24% of the analyzed population, were facing crisis, IPC phase 3, or worse levels of food insecurity. Among this number, 241,000 were experiencing emergency, IPC phase 4, food security outcomes. For June to August 2022, about 2.6 million people were expected to face IPC3 outcomes or worse. Gracias a Dios 43% facing IPC3 or worse, La Paz 30%, and Lempia 32%, were the most affected departments. 23% of children under 5 were experiencing chronic malnutrition. Wash, 61% of urban households and only 27% of rural households have access to a water aqueduct or pipeline system. Only 36% of people have access to sewage drains. Areas lacking proper water treatments have a high risk of contracting waterborne diseases. In October 2022, Hurricane Julia damaged 80 water systems, reducing access to water in the departments of Atlantida, Colón, Cortés, Islas de la Bahía, and Yora. Education. More than 700,000 children, 30% of all children, aged 5 to 17 are currently out of school. High school coverage is at only 17%. The COVID-19 pandemic made several obstacles more visible, with 40% of families lacking internet access, less than 20% owning a computer at home, and 13% lacking even a radio device in 2020 during confinement. These constraints limited access to education in times of confinement. Many children aged 12 to 15 enrolled in basic education say they are already thinking about emigrating, which is one of the main reasons children drop out of school. Humanitarian Overview in Nicaragua anticipate scope and scale. Journalists, NGO members, human rights defenders, and government opponents have reported immigration authorities withholding their passports, expelling them from the country, and or preventing them from returning. Some people are unable to leave the country, at the same time, people who fear they may be subject to document detention may decide to leave the country. In November 2022, the Nicaraguan government outlawed 88 national NGOs and 12 INGOs. In the past, after waves of NGO and politician persecutions, displacement to Costa Rica or the U.S. increased. Humanitarian constraints. Since 2018, the government has increased vigilance and control over national and international NGOs, restricting humanitarian access. In this time, 
the Nicaraguan government has shut down close to 3,000 organizations, including more than 100 NGOs and several social, religious, and political groups. In March 2022, the Nicaraguan Congress passed a law increasing the president's oversight of NGO finances. In October, it passed another law requiring several NGOs to change their legal status from non-profit to commercial, arguing that they provide financial services. Humanitarian Needs Protection In 2022, the UN Committee Against Torture affirmed that the Nicaraguan police has exercised arbitrary detentions, torture, and forced disappearances against government opponents. The committee reported that the government refused to cooperate in providing information for the investigations. No official homicide data is publicly available for 2021 and 2022. The Nicaraguan government has granted widespread pardons to minor offenders, which could increase violence rates in the medium term. In 2021, Nicaragua had the highest per capita murder rate against land and environmental defenders. Food and nutrition as of 2021, Nicaragua had made progress in overcoming hunger through local food production, as domestic agriculture produced 80% of its food, but approximately 17% of children under 5 still suffered from chronic malnutrition. In rural zones, this figure reached 29%. Natural disasters, including hurricanes and droughts, regularly affect the country. Along with the economic instability resulting from the socio-political crisis, these disasters place the rural population at risk of food insecurity. Disrupted livelihoods in the agricultural sector would severely affect food security. Food insecurity is a main driver of migration and internal displacement in the country. Wash, 31% of the rural population does not have continuous access to drinking water. Access to drinking water is unequal across Nicaragua's departments, with up to 82% of families without daily water access. Even in areas with continuous water access, it is only available between 4 and 22 hours per day. 40% of the rural population lacks basic facilities for the evacuation and disposal of human waste. Natural disasters often restrict access to water, sanitation, and hygiene. For instance, in October 2022, Hurricane Julia left more than 200,000 Nicaraguan families without potable water access for several days. Education. Although the government kept schools open during the COVID-19 pandemic, school attendance dropped by up to 60% during 2020, in part because families used child labor to cope with income loss during the pandemic. Aggravating factors. Internal displacement. As of the end of 2021 in El Salvador, Conflict had displaced an estimated 175,000 people, and natural hazards had displaced over 550 people. Since July 2022, floods, storms, and October's Hurricane Julia have displaced at least 3,000 people. At the end of 2021, conflict in Guatemala had resulted in over 240,000 IDPs. This figure includes IDPs from Guatemala's 36-year-long civil war, which ended in 1996, and IDPs displaced in 2021. A lack of systematic monitoring of displacements, and a lack of trust for people to disclose their situation as IDPs, mean that numbers are likely higher. In 2021, Guatemala reported over 15,600 new displacements from natural hazards, mostly floods. In October to November 2022, Hurricane Julia and Tropical Storm Lisa caused the evacuation of over 50,000 people because of severe damage to houses. After tropical storms, the lack of a home to return to is the next most often cited reason people give for displacing to other regions of the country. Honduras reports that conflict resulted in over 247,000 IDPs between 2004 to 2021, but this figure is likely to be an underestimate as there is no up-to-date information, and incidents of violence continue. 
In 2021, the Internal Force Displacement Unit in Honduras received 917 complaints from 2,529 people, among whom 942 were victims of forced displacement resulting from violence, and 1,587 were at risk of displacement. According to the Internal Displacement Monitoring Center, natural hazards, usually storms, have resulted in over 1 million IDPs since 2008. From September to October 2022, Hurricane Julia resulted in the evacuation of more than 23,000 people across Honduras. There are no up-to-date figures about violence resulting in IDPs in Nicaragua. As of the end of 2021, natural hazards had displaced around 231,000 people internally. In October 2022 alone, Hurricane Julia displaced at least 13,000 people. Environmental hazards. The Central American region is prone to hurricanes and tropical storms. In October 2022, Hurricane Julia hit the region, killing at least 54 people and affecting nearly 1 million people across northern Central America. The rainy season and tropical storms affect people attempting to reach Mexico or the U.S. One child had died and two people were reported missing trying to reach Honduras by boat. The Dry Corridor is a geographical area comprising parts of El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, that tends to face extreme weather events every year. Seasonal or transitory food insecurity is common in this area during drought months, as shortages of water for irrigation reduce food availability. This zone also experiences long droughts, and the presence of torrential rains and hurricanes is a risk factor for drinking water and sanitation access. About 20% of households in the dry corridor lack access to safe drinking water. Water scarcity affects sanitation, health, food production, and resilience to poor harvests. The lack of sewerage systems and access to sanitation increases the risk of waterborne diseases and exposes women and girls in particular to health and protection risks. In El Salvador, heavy rains have caused flooding and landslides between September and December 2022. These events have affected different areas, including gang-controlled zones, such as San Salvador, Santa Tecla, and Soyopongo. In Guatemala, Hurricane Julia affected over 850,000 people, adding to the more than 5 million already affected by the rainy season. The floods and landslides damaged homes, schools, health centers, and road infrastructure. In Honduras, heavy rains and tropical storms resulted in a government-declared state of emergency in September 2022, and the passage of Hurricane Julia affected over 144,000 people. 162 municipalities in 15 departments reported damage to basic and critical infrastructure, including over 3,500 damaged or destroyed houses. Honduras also experienced consecutive droughts between 2016 to 2020. Communities experiencing recurrent and multiple climate-related disasters in recent years have not been able to fully recover and rebuild. Nicaragua is also prone to flooding, tropical storms, hurricanes, and landslides, especially in the May to November rainy season. After Hurricane Julia, the government declared a state of calamity and evacuated at least 13,000 people. Nearly 1 million residents along Nicaragua's coastal region lost power and internet for more than three days. Inflation and economic crisis. Since 2021, the international price of oil, the war in Ukraine, and the passage of tropical storm Ian and Hurricane Julia have driven inflation in the Central American region. In El Salvador, the economic crisis has deteriorated after the adoption of Bitcoin as the official currency in 2021. The downward trend and instability of Bitcoin have affected the funding of care programs and public service budgets for people in need. The situation has worsened living conditions and access to basic services and goods. 
Guatemala is facing the highest inflation since 2008 at 9.7%. The prices of staple foods, such as maize, onion, potatoes, and bread, have increased by 15%. Honduras is facing a cumulative inflation of 83%, and the annual inflation is expected to be 10%. Staple foods and transportation are the main affected products. As of October 2022, Nicaragua had the highest year-on-year inflation, 12.2%, of all Central American countries. Increased food prices have caused about 75% of Nicaragua's inflation. According to World Bank projections, the Nicaraguan economy is expected to grow faster than other economies in the region in 2022. Despite this projection, the impact of the war in Ukraine on fertilizer prices, and the potential reduction in remittances resulting from the economic slowdown in countries receiving Nicaraguan economic migrants, mean that the economy remains at a high level of risk. Pre-existing poverty. The poverty rate varies in Central American countries. In Honduras, 74% of households are in poverty and 54% are in extreme poverty. The poverty rate in Guatemala is 60%. In El Salvador, it is 23%. In Nicaragua, 30% of the population lives in poverty and 8% in extreme poverty, 50% of the rural population lives below the poverty line, and 11.5% lives in extreme poverty. Poverty rates increased during COVID-19 and are likely to increase further because of climate hazards, armed violence, and the increasing number of people in need and on the move. Information gaps. People on the move, there is uncertainty about the exact number of people on the move in the region. Figures are from government sources and only include people asking for asylum or granted refugee status, excluding migrants and asylum seekers in transit. Regarding internal displacements, there are no up-to-date figures on people moving as a result of violence in Honduras. Existing estimations have not been updated since 2018. Nicaragua. There are important information gaps in Nicaragua. The government does not publish updated IDP figures, and people are also reluctant to disclaim their status. The humanitarian needs overview is only partial as several sectors in Nicaragua, including health and education, have denounced that the government is taking measures against COVID-19 crisis management critics and those who question official figures. These denouncements, coupled with the lack of official data on health, security, and various other sectors, mean that there are large information gaps about people's situations.